we were talking about, you know, we're obviously here smoking cigars. And, you know, you look around, nothing but men here, right? Not a, not a woman in sight. I didn't say guys. I said nothing but men here, right? Now we're in the, you know, back room, which has the cigar lockers. And I'm thinking of just like a swanky fitness club, health club, you know, day club for like, men. Like a country club. Same country club. Same thing, man. You always got to have the lockers. And these are golden-plated cigar lockers, man. These are fucking the, awesome. The light just shines right off the nameplates, Gold-plated. It's beautiful. Nice oak wood. God, man. Here And here we are again. Guess where we're at? Pasadena, California. Cigars? Right off Colorado. Chivas Cigars. Shit. Is it getting better than this dagger? Tell me. You know, each day you got to wake up with a sort of zest for life. And you don't know where life will take you. And that's part of the charm of life. But lately I've just been waking up in places with headsets on. Rambling about business, and cigars, and coffee. The finer things in life. Pedicures. Wine. Yeah, I didn't know you guys have been... You've been talking big business, going to small businesses. True. And it's, it's really interesting. I like it. I like the move. So here we are now in Cigars by Chivas. And we're in this back room with gold-plated lockers. And I, if I were to count, there's probably about 40 of them. Now, these must be 40 of the very most important people in the Pasadena area. Easy. And I'll even say Greater Los Angeles area. Paul T. Ryan. Well, this is the best. This is the the spot to smoke cigars. Shiva's right here on DeLacy Street, Green Street. This place is amazing. I've popped in here after a nice night out on the town, a little nightcap before going home. What time are yeah, what time are they open here until they're open till late? Maybe See? about Thank 11, you. 10, 11? They get men, they get yeah. us. They're here for you. Yeah. You know, they'll fit into your schedule. And you come in here for a nightcap. How classy is it? Austin? Oh, it's, a, it's the best way to send the night off. A nice Friday night. You know, you're out on the town. You know, you meet some girls. You do what you got to do. Yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> you're walking. Before you call the Uber to pick you up. Sure. We're right here on Green Street. You just okay. pop in. So get a cigar, man. Get a cigar. Sit down. You know, relive the night in your head. Just, you know, take stock. Yeah. And, I'm, and see your boys. Have you actually come here after work, after a long day of work? I have. And it's, it's a nice place to hang out and just you sit in a nice, comfortable chair. You watch the basketball. You play some chess with, with a stranger. You play chess? Yeah. I look around, I see nothing but just content, happy men. These just are all men who know exactly who they are. And they are nothing if not themselves. Culture. It seems like men are culture because cigars in themselves, they're a lot like wine or craft beer. Really? Or any of those things. Yes. Yes, really? Damien. It's the quality. It's quality. the taste. It's, it's the culture. Damien people aren't that. trying to get buzzed off tobacco here. People are trying to get buzzed off of culture. Culture. And so it's kind of what we're trying to delve into here are the finer things in life, like mm. cigars. We don't smoke cigars. Listen, we're, we're talking Tonight like, we do. Tonight we're smoking cigars. I'm smoking a a diamond crown. I got a Romeo y Julieta. Damien's got a diamond crown as well. Mine's opening up. It's opening up. The bouquet, the bouquet is beautiful on this. But this place, man, I think I'm gonna get in cigars after this, man. This is this is the pinnacle. Like this, is this a pinnacle of our career? It's it's a milestone. I wouldn't say it's a pinnacle. True milestone. It's an honor to be here. That's for damn sure. It's a beautiful place. I've been to. Other cigar lounges, and they're not even close to this place. Yeah. Really around awesome. here in Pasadena? Not in Pasadena. Okay. Uh, I've been to a couple in Pomona. Mm-hmm. Uh, other, elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Other, other, other cigar shops. Other cities. Yeah. Are you are you getting at what I think you're getting at? What do you think I'm getting at? Oh, okay. When we turn 21? Mm-hmm. All right. So, oh. story time. Uh-oh. All right. Take me back. Take me there. So, Austin and I, when we turn 21, our birthdays are very close together. Two days. Two days apart in December. Uh, we decided to go to a downtown area in Fullerton, which oh, is yeah. in Orange County. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows that when you go to Fullerton, you're going DTF. You're going to turn up. You're going to turn up. And we started drinking, Damien. 
And we 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 sank back probably ten beers, shot after uh, shot. We started. We didn't stop. We didn't stop. Whiskey, uh, vodka, rum. It doesn't matter. Anything it was one of those nights, right, where it starts this getting was, blurry. This was when the Four Loco was oh, a Jesus premium Christ. party starting drink, right? Which may have also made an appearance. A couple of those on the way there, essentially, is how we got started. Yeah. So it's winding down the end of the night. And it's 2 a.m. and everybody closes down. No more alcohol. Oh, no. What are we going to do? So we stumble out. We ditch our group. Not, I, I even forget who home. we went with. It was not with going the boys home. or whatever. And we see this little shop on the corner. And it's all lit up. And we walk in. We think it's a liquor store. But it turns out it's a cigar shop. Similar to this. But maybe a C-level cigar shop. Yeah. Not an A like this. Yeah. So we're like, all right, whatever. But we were excited because they had a little bar, mini bar. So at first we go in there and we asked. Uh, I remember his name was Ricky. I call, I'll call him Ricky the Cuban for the <laughs> for the story's sake. Okay, we go in there. Probably was. We get a drink. We get like a couple old fashions. You know, because oh, we're yeah. a bunch of old fashioned guys. We're classy men, even back then. Just to keep it going. And uh, he asks us if we want a cigar. First thing that comes out of my mouth is, I want two of the best damn cigars in this shop. Best damn thing. And Just I did not flinch. Drunk I, I looked damn. at him in the eyes. I said, I do not want anything less than the best of this. You together. don't For scare me, me. And my buddy Austin, it's our birthdays, our 21st birthdays. Let's go. We were dressed nice. Classed up. So he's like, okay, okay. He takes us in the back to one of these humidors. And he's got the wall of cigars. He's got the Romeo y Juliet's. He's got a couple hand rolls. Cohibas. Maybe a couple of these uh, diamond crowns. And uh, the first box he pulls out, I already know I'm going to say no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I swear to God. It's just principle. <laughs> he pulls it out. He pulls out these two cigars. No. I say, no, 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 no. <laughs> I want the best cigars in this shop. <laughs> he raises his eyebrows. He pulls out the next box. I give him a little hardship with the, with the eye, but then I'm like, okay, we'll take those two. So we laugh. We chuckle, crack a couple jokes. Yeah. But this is when the story just gets started. Oh, please. So on, we, go, we go back to the bar where our drinks are. Uh-huh. And we start sipping on it, and the guy, he takes a liking to us, Ricky. He's actually a good guy. Ricky's a good guy. Ricky, we, we still Ricky, stay in touch. Ricky the Cuban. The Cuban? Yeah, Ricky okay. the Cuban. Yeah. Cuban. And he's got one of these doors at the back. I didn't even know it was a door when I first got in there, but it was a door. And so he moves a couple bottles, and he kicks open this door, and out comes this beaming light. Oh! That's <laughs> when you knew. Austin and I get drawn in by Ricky to this back room, and in the back there is, uh, what, you, what do you want to call it? a a man cave? Oh, what? it was, yeah, the classiest man cave. Nothing nothing but leather couches. A lot of leather. Sports on TV. Old smoke just buried in there. You got pool. You got you got a poker table. You F- got a fu- like a, F- a, a stack F- bar, almost two, three times yeah. the one in the front. And... You Cigars? got these people in there. You got politicians. In Fullerton. In Fullerton. This is at the end of the night. I thought yeah. everybody, you know, there's only a few people at the front. Okay. You guys got the, guy, the guys who run Cal State Fullerton are in there. Sure. The you got board. Yeah. board. Chairman of the board type Classic stuff. people. Everything's leather. Chief of police. Every, every surface here. These guys' but faces like and hands are leather. Not your run-of-the-mill leather, though. Like rich brown, Just old gleaming s- off the light leather. Old money leather. Yeah. That's got cigar smoke just baked in. It Ita- smells, Italian leather. It smells Thank like you, the 1850s. That kind of leather. So there's Frank's playing in the background. We're having a jolly good time. And he sits us down and he said, Sir, those cigars I gave you are not the best cigars <laughs> in the shop. <laughs> he showed you? I said, Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah. we still hadn't lit them yet. Because he was going back. He just and wanted to make sure we were. This is a worthy. real. That's a nice sell from this guy, too. He knew you were going to sit down right before you cut him. He goes, uh, He's upselling us. He's, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, where is it? it was like, he didn't even have to upsell. We were already going to the top. He was, we were already like, <laughs> yeah, we were already <laughs> asked for like, We didn't mention price. We didn't mention anything. We asked for the moon. You already turned your credit card over. You're like, dude, just <laughs> get it to me. Sell me it. So <laughs> Take my money. <laughs> out comes another box from this nearby cabinet, and yeah, he pulls out these 1994 hand-rolled Cuban Perfectos. And perfect. Anybody in the cigar world knows what a perfecto is. We're talking like, yeah, the communist. These are communist. These are communist, communist hands. Fidel wrapped them himself. <laughs> okay, okay. Underfed hands. Yes. 
hungry. And so he gives them to us. He lights them. These are excellent cigars. I signed some paper. I don't even, I don't even know. <laughs> to this day, I don't know how much they cost. You still paint it on. <laughs> I swear to God. I have no idea. I think you're still a member there. But then he cuts the shit. And he's no. like. No. Finally, he cuts no. the shit. And he was like. <laughs> Uh, I'll talk in a Cuban accent. I don't remember Zach's. I'll, call, I'll talk in that for the, okay, the story's sake. Please, yeah. sir. For the listener. You, know, you guys seem like good guys. Uh, here you are. You have two of the best damn cigars. Happy 21st. Uh, I want to introduce you to this guy, this guy. We meet some people, whatever. Mm-hmm. Shake a few hands, right? It yeah. turns out all these people are in a VIP club. Sure. Of course. Why not? And for, I think, $500 a month, That's he mentions... It? We can be a part of this club. The low, low price. Have access to this back room after hours, yeah. cigars, whiskey, you name it. And <laughs> so I, immediately I look at Austin and he's got this grin ear to ear. He's fucking smiling. He's got this plume of smoke around him. <laughs> he's just looking I'm up. Found like my fucking, home. He's like fucking Mark Cuban. In the back. <laughs> Championship Jordan. Yeah. And I say... How much for the whole goddamn place? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> How much for the whole fucking place? He said it. Fuck the membership. <laughs> fuck whatever. He said it. You're going to call me Cuban Dagger now. Austin backs me up. He says he's like some accountant, Finance financial guy. manager. <laughs> <laughs> Austin's like, hey, we're, we're ready to do the deal tonight. If, uh, if I got the paperwork. Works out. Yeah. I could draft him up. He's, he's giving him all the logic because despite what you know about Austin – He's actually pretty sharp when he's wasted. He's got a cigar <laughs> in his hand. Yeah. Could turn it on. And so, long story short, he says he's going to look into the price of the place. <laughs> he doesn't even mention the membership. And as we're walking out, sir, 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 you forgot your drinks. <laughs> said, oh, thank you. He, he gives us our drinks. We walk out with the glasses. And then I reach in my pocket. And I got, you know, I'm drunk, right? So I got like. Jack taco wrappers in my pocket. <laughs> I got fucking receipts from God knows where. Fucking unopened condoms because we didn't get any of that. Not a single, there was no way we were getting anything. There weren't any women in there. One of those nights. And I grab like what? A couple bucks. Couple and I fucking dough. get put in his hand like I think I'm like a billionaire. Like you think it's a crisp hundo. <laughs> I walk out. I don't even look at his face. And then we go on. That's <laughs> we, the other night, man. We go back on our merry way. Rejoin the group of people. And they're like, where have you guys been? And, you know, we glance at each other, share a smile, say, yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't get it. That's classic dagger move, dude. Trying to buy the fucking joint. Fuck the membership. <laughs> I'm going to buy this establishment. <laughs> cut the guy off. Yeah. Fuck the membership. <laughs> Cuban <laughs> Rick, cut the shit. What's your price? Oh, man. As Dagger's lighting this fine cigar. I love these torch lighters. This cigar is amazing, man. This is just being here. This is Yeah. The whole the vibe. The vibe is just comfortable, classy. Just be you show up, be who you are. I kinda know what Dennis Prager was talking about, man. Who's that? Just you know me, man. I had to do some cursory research on cigars this morning in the past couple of days, knowing we're coming to Shiva's. And just everybody, like I was, like I was getting at, everybody who likes cigars, they're lifers, man. Like you, 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 you smoke a cigar right, and you talk to somebody who knows cigars, and you have a fine cigar like tonight, you're hooked for life, man. These people are like, they swear by it. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle, and I, I can tell why. A bunch of men in here, talking, sharing stories, laughing, podcasting. It's a, it's a boys' club, you know. All in the heart of passing it. We're slowly rising the ranks of passing. I want to see where we're in three, you know, four months from now. We started at a coffee shop. Now we're at fucking Shiva Cigar. Like, this is no, you know. We are in a back room. The back room. Cigar. Not a yeah. regular. Not, not where normal people are. And By the way, the owners and, and, and the staff working here, nothing but class. Pure, treating us like pure class. Big we have fan. a spread. We got cognac. It's just amazing. It's amazing. And these dates? It's a treat to podcast here, boys. There's say. a spread of dates on this sure, table. They go well with the pairing, the cigar, man. We got cognac, yeah, these cigars, dates. dates. Though, this is just prime quality. A cup of coffee right a there. Of, a cup of joe, oh, sure. just in case. And they did their research on the podcast, the coffee boys. We love a spread. We're yeah. big on spread. Thank you. You want to win our hearts, you give us a spread. Cigars, you know, dates, coffee, cognac. 
they knew Damien like dates. They, they fucking love Damien. <laughs> this is why I love Damien. Oh, anytime we have an event, especially if it's a family event, he always brings a bottle of vodka. Got it. And a box of dates. And dates, no matter what. Oh, it's <laughs> the standard. Little niece's second it's birthday. How you get dates. in? Dates. Uh, yeah. It's like a Wedding, classy. 50th anniversary. Dates. It's like Product. bringing a bottle of tequila to a Mexican family. You can't house. go wrong, dude. To it, is, it is the best thing you could possibly bring. And the joy of it is that I, I'm going to be 50 years from now. I'm going to be like, I'm on the way. I'll be there soon, guys. And you bet your fucking ass. I'm going to have a box of dates mm-hmm. and a fucking bottle of vodka. We're ready what to rock and roll. And what? now a cigar. I might come in with a fucking cigar okay. hanging out my <laughs> mouth. Dude. Already. In an open hole. Already smoking. Smoked. Podcasting. When but you have kids, what do you think? You I'm going to buy him a locker. Friend, people a would bring locker. to your house. What are your dates and uh, dates and that? Dates and all that. <laughs> just, just, keep it going. just keep it going. Dates, all that, a cigar, pack of beer. You know, I'll never get mad at a pack of beer. Even if we're not drinking. Something I can put in my fridge from you, yeah, like a twelve yeah. pack of Heineken. Yeah, Dude, yeah. Don't even need to take one. You fucking, you're in the will, you know, yeah. for real. It goes a long way, as as far as building rapport and people remembering you. Mm-hmm. If you could just do that, you know, it's just a little, a little effort that most people don't do. Awesome. What's your opinion on Ada? It gets the <laughs> you take party that breath, go. going. <laughs> it's you know, it, it's. I still don't understand it. You know, it's a clear liquor. For those of you who don't know, clear liquor. If you add a splash of water, it turns milky white. Mm. It tastes like jet fuel at first, but the more you drink it, you get the the grape notes. You know, it gets fruitier. It's got a nice bouquet. It gets people moving. Mm. Wild things happen. Mm Mm-hmm. I am a big fan because most human beings don't have never even heard of this, mm-hmm. and it is it is a next level liquor. It's classy, and this, you know it pairs well with food, right? Yeah, yeah, I bet the meats, meats, dates, nice spread of dates, yeah. Some uh, again with the dates. What what is uh what is that that dish where it's uh, wrapped in grape leaves? Oh, we call it what on it, but yeah, it's grape leaves with rice and sometimes yeah. some meat. Goes in there, some lamb in there, maybe. It's fun. It's it a fun goes. way of eating and drinking. Yeah, the Mediterranean. Jesus, Damien, look at your. What's that called? The ash. Yeah. Austin's got Oh, you looked at Great it. Great timing. Piercing glaze. The dates go well with cigar. Yeah, brings out the flavor. How was your guys' cigar? Let's go ahead. Give me a, give me a nice review. Mine is very nice. It's it's light. Um, it's it's got. A nice flavor. It's not too overwhelming. You know, I can suck two of these back mm-hmm. if I wanted to. The Romeo y Julieta, my first ever real cigar that I've smoked in my life. I was in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Just flew it. <laughs> Went to the bar. I was 18, just graduated high school, broken wrist. Not key to the story, but it was broken. Went right to the bar. I ordered myself a tequila sunrise, shot of tequila, and a Romeo y Julieta. Me, my mother, my brother. You're 12? Well, how old are you? 18. Okay. Just graduated. <laughs> it's a hell of a 12-year-old. I'm sure you'll see 12-year-olds smoking over there. Oh, my God. I mean, I've been drinking in Mexico since I was 12. Mm. I looked, you were know, you was, really, though? We, we were there when we were 12, and we had I a beer. I don't remember drinking, though. We had a beer on a booze cruise. Snorkel tour? <laughs> I don't remember it like that. Snorkel tour. My mother gave us beers. Said, uh, good for her. Don't sure. tell your parents, Dagger. Oh, come on. <laughs> I had my first beer when I was like 14, 15. This is, you were 12. <laughs> was, that, was that really? We beer? might have been 13. Was it a cerveza? Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. A nice Corona. Cabo's cool, man. I like Cabo. You've been to Cancun too, right? I've never been to Cancun. Oh, okay. Yeah, they both, I think, have the white sand. Yeah. Imagine going somewhere and it's just white sand. Beautiful. Crystal clear blue water. Yeah. White sand. Cigar in hand. Cigar. Everywhere you go, you should have a cigar. That's true. Well, that's what these cigar aficionados do. They yeah. chain smoke, right? In, right in from the Mexico, beginning. you know, even back, especially back then, you can get the Cubans. Because only in the U.S. is it difficult to get Cubans because of the embargoes. Mexico doesn't have that deal. Mm. So, hence the Romeo Julietas. 
Yeah, now that the, uh, the relationship between Cuba and United States has opened up, I think the embargo is still there. I don't think you could import Cubans. No, they have Cubans here. They have Cubans here, but they're either brought here illegally, or I think you can travel to Cuba, you can buy your Cubans, and you can bring them in for personal use, not mm, commercial. Okay. But I, I think there's still a embargo on the import. There might be. It would be fun to go to Cuba. I have been pick wanting up some, to. Uh, some Cubans. When, when the travel ban was lifted for the three months that it was lifted, right at the end of the Obama term, mm-hmm. I was seriously looking into going to Cuba. I really want, I still want to go. Mm-hmm. Trump came into office and put the travel ban back on, but there are still ways to go. You just have to have, you have to, you know, kind of be a wordsmith with your rationale for why you're there. Mm-hmm. There's a couple different. There's a couple loopholes that you can go. Cigars and women. Cigar. You no. Can't, you can't, can't ta- say you that. Can't, okay, can't write it down. Okay. Shit. You can give the guy a little double tap on the nose when you say sure. you're here for outreach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here on business. Yeah. My, my business is pleasure. I think that I might add this to my repertoire. Bottle of alcohol, box of dates, and a box of hand rolled Cuban cigars. Those would be in your locker. Hey, happy 4th of July, Bill, my neighbor. <laughs> Thanks. Just some uh, Cubans, <laughs> some dates here, and a, an old cognac. <laughs> okay, well, you know. A nice firm handshake. Susie just graduated the D.A.R.E. program, but great to have you. <laughs> it's not that big of an occasion. It's a classy. I couldn't think of a classier move than that. You cover all bases, dude. Yeah. And so, you know, the dates really shows that you have taste, too. Because, mm-hmm. you know, dates yeah. are a little bit feminine, right? They're well, a little bit odd in, like, American culture, most, I feel like. A lot of people yeah. have never had a date. Well, they're, bring, they're expensive. Yeah, 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 but they're worth it. They you bring are. over like a, they're such a f- premium fruit, you know. You bring over a, what a fruit salad that your fucking wife made. Oh, like, some ambrosia. boring ambrosia. Boring. A date is like <laughs> it is a box of. It's like a, a dessert. Flown, it's a flown in. You fly up. I like those old school crates, man. Like wooden crates of dates. Just <laughs> seven <wooden> slots. <laughs> Seventy pounds of dates, man. <laughs> just, just the sap is just yeah. is oozing yeah. from the from the outside. Nats so and shit yeah. flying around. These are fresh, Bob. <laughs> they are grown fresh on a, a little oasis in the middle of the desert. There's like Some bugs in there. Party of the fucking Some bugs that don't belong on this side of the world. And God knows what. I like that straight from the source. It's always better oh when it's God. straight from the source. You know, all warts and dirt all over it. You know, like have you ever had like. Some really good uh, apples. <laughs> some organic apples. They're small as fuck, but oh, they yeah. taste delicious. Some crapples? Some, up, some crap apples? <laughs> you never had a real apple, like an organic apple off a yeah, tree? I've had hey, a the, apple. the Molino apple tree gave birth to a lot of apples. Ah, the Molino apple tree. Sour as hell. What Molino? But so where you used lame. to live, right? The, yeah. old, the old house. Our, our previous, yeah, previous location. We don't talk there. about that tree enough. That was a miraculous tree, tree of life. The tree right? was never watered, so it must have been tapped into a, a, a just a, a reservoir somewhere, somehow. So, so the myth goes, or yeah. it, the, all these apples were grown via people peeing into the tree, or Trevor's True. piss had some magical chemical in there that. Breeds beautiful apple trees, <laughs> but yeah, the, the apples Del themselves. Taco apple tree. It was kind of hit or miss, you know. Like it, some of them were pretty good, but it it was so many apples, plentiful. I remember I was giving away to neighbors and yeah. stuff, and it was raining. We were like running over them constantly. Yeah, you run them over, they would fall and bang your car. Yeah, hundreds of them. But I, I, I do not understand how that tree not only survived but thrived. It was love. And I really believe that. You yeah. give love to plants. and I mean, isn't that scientifically proven? It's true, yeah. It you is. know, you got to let a little love in your heart. How about... At least a little bit. That's what I tell all the women. How about a DFC podcast locker? So what we're, we're describing, we're in... Look at that. There's one empty plat. The locker room. Right. And we don't mean that as pejorative. We're actually podcasting from the room with the lockers. And they're gold-plated, like we said. And you can choose your own sort of moniker on there. Like I see... I don't want to say any names because this is kind of exclusive, and I don't want to. We don't want to put them out there. No, you know, but uh, you can use your name, your your Christian name, your government name, or you can just put somebody's got awesome or like something something investment group. The Icebox is one yeah. of them. Mm. It's like so. If we had a DFC podcast locker, 
and I, we we had the pleasure of one a couple of them were opened up for us so we could take a peek in and like find bottles of scotch like grandpa's old tequila bottles bottles of or boxes of cigars. custom custom glasses and stuff it's so awesome dude what would be in our box we got we throw a mic in there a couple maybe like a a, cur, a keurig bag of beans <laughs> a keurig keurig to make some coffee and some, some yeah. premium beans yeah keep like a extra pop filter but now I think we got some cigars in I'm there. I'm down man. to go in yeah. on it. I mean, yeah. why not? And what we just put, imagine on this gleaming gold DFC podcast right there. Oh. Shining the light. Talk about making it. I'll bring, a, I'll bring my own light so it shines on it all the time. <laughs> Your own personal <laughs> light? The halogen bulbs. Dude, imagine like, you know, your great-grandfather passes and you get to go open his cigar. You go to his favorite cigar lounge like Shiva's. And he gives you the key on like a satin pillow. He's like, take your time. You open up your granddaddy's old cigar box. It's got like World War II, like letters he wrote to his grandmother. Old fucking bottles of cognac shipped, lost at sea. He rescued <laughs> a couple of favorite cigars he never got to smoke. How cool would that be, man? It's like a time capsule. Yeah, awesome, like a little dude. time capsule. You know, I always... Mistress. These other family photos of his other family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Find out the dark side. You were the oh, second family, God. turns out. He's like a CIA operative of all the paperwork. There's a bunch <laughs> of money in different currencies and multiple country passports. That's always the... Yeah, maybe, who cares, right? That's bound to happen to one of us, you know. It's life. I've always wanted, before, you know, before knowing these existed, this is maybe more achievable, but, you know, you go into the banks mm-hmm. and you get that. You go, the guy follow, takes you into the room. They give you the key. You unlock that little lock box, yeah. and you got your, you know, your, your bug out, your bug out box. Just in case you have multiple passports, yeah, multiple country currency. You skip town mm-hmm. yeah, just, quickly, just in James case Bond you need style. To go yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Always wanted one of those. You got a fucking a nice fucking Desert Eagle in there. Desert Eagle, <laughs> Desert Eagle. <laughs> Couple bullets. Two clips. That's all. Just two. You yeah. put like a crucifix around your neck, like, all right, I gotta go. His <laughs> rosary. Like, what? What are you like? A CIA agent? <laughs> like CIA. a Cuban CIA agent? Or Slash monk. Different like f- like like mis- uh, Mission Impossible style masks, like legit oh, John yeah, Travolta sure. mask you throw on. <laughs> oh, that might be getting you in more trouble. Like the fucking uh, face off, like he puts on the priest oh. outfit, the clip on priest thing. You walk <sighs> out of here with a briefcase full of paperwork and grab a an altar girl's ass. And also too, this this lounge. Back room, which we're in. Another back room. Guys, DFC, another back room. This is where we, we live in back rooms. We made our bones in back rooms. This is exactly how I would decorate a back room. I would have a celebrity of me, or excuse me, photos of me with a bunch of different celebrities smoking the shit out of cigars, dude. Like, I would have, I'm looking at this wall of pictures. I'd have it no other way. And it's beautiful. Two, it's a few of the most high-profile cigar aficionados. You got Michael Jordan, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Heard of him? And Andy Garcia. Sure. Who every movie Cuban, he's right? ever he's been Cuban. in. Uh, I think he is Cuban. Every movie he's ever been in. Cigar in his, cigar in his hand. Ocean's 11. Mm. Ocean's 13. It wasn't there for 12. But cigars the whole time. Hotel owner. Just class. <laughs> yeah. Michael Jordan. NBA championship. He's you got, got a trophy dude, and a huge cigar. You got a picture with you and Jordan and it's slapped on your wall. Sign me up, man. Validated. Here's my card. Verified. But get me a locker. Get me a DFC locker. Jordan doesn't have a cigar in the picture. Jordan has a cigar. Jordan Jordan smokes six cigars, supposedly. So let's let's unpack why Jordan smokes cigars so much. I mean, we we all kind of have a hunch. Like, yeah, he's the alpha dog. He's you know he's a winner. So you can put those two together. Yeah, he smokes cigars. It makes sense. But like, why do you think he does it? And he constantly does it. At this, I mean, he did it like almost. He did it while he was in the NBA. Like you're not supposed to smoke while you're, yeah, while you're playing in the NBA while you're a professional athlete. Wasn't a Vladi Divac a, a pack a day smoker? Yeah, he was just. Oh yeah, he was just a smoker. He wasn't. Like yeah, that nice was that had fluffy. nothing to do with. That was just he was like what Yugoslavian or something. <laughs> something. Those guys just smoke, man. Just for warmth, back where he's from, they just to get stay warm. They just have to smoke. Yeah. Uh, six cigars a day is probably the equivalent of like four packs of cigarettes. I think it came out of the golfing. I think a lot the golfers. It's really big to smoke culture, cigar. Again, culture, culture, culture. They have the men. country club, yeah. locker rooms. Sure, back rooms. Back rooms. Power, status, sophistication, class, right. ego, ego, podcasting, podcasting. 
<laughs> it makes total sense, man. It's all it's all coming together. I think uh, I'll stay here, guys, and you guys can just like go. And I don't mean that literally. You uh-huh. know what I mean? I think I'll stay here, and I don't mean that literally. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I don't know. No, I don't know what you're getting at. You know what? Here, listen, man. Let's just cut the shit. I've been here in Pasadena. I've been hanging around these tires. I've made my bones here. I started at the bottom. Got your teeth. Here I am. Saying your bones again. Okay. Here I am, smoking a fucking Cuban cigar, dressed like this. On a Monday night. My hair. Okay. Well, hair my hair like this. All right. Hair looks stupendous. In another back room, I'm good. You got it? Dates? I have dates in front of me. Are you kidding me? I have a box of dates. I'm good, man. Open up my locker. Sign me up. Draft a contract, Austin. It's already printed. I'm a cigar guy. Build a statue. He's in. (laughs) Spark it up. Yeah, once again, big ups to Anto and KJ for putting up a hell of a shop here. It is, I mean, great location. Green Street. I mean, you know what real estate costs out here on Green Street? I always say Green Street is local Pasadena's Main Street. Colorado is for the tourists. Mm. Green Street is for the locals. Thank you, Austin. This is like when you you come to town, they send you a couple blocks north and, you know, west. Here, you got to, like, know somebody to get in here, man. You really do. You got to listen to us. You got to know us. You got to talk to us. You got to talk to me. You got to get through me. We can can validate. Colorado's big business. Green Street's small business. But real business. Green Street's Pasadena. Is it? It's Pasadena. <laughs> it's the it's the bullet. It's the one one way street under Colorado. Mm-hmm. It keeps it holds Colorado up. They have Christmas lights on all the trees year round. Sure, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. beautiful and if you're sitting, we're in the back room. But if you're sitting out in the main lounge, the view street it's view. fucking beautiful, man. The street view it's like it's so Although nice. You're surrounded by doors that open up to the street. Yes, daytime they're wide open. Smoke a fucking cigar. Treat yourself. God damn it. Download our podcast. Listen. People, people don't treat themselves enough. You know, you got to really yeah. treat yourself. No. The people don't treat. See, that's, that's kind of what we've been noticing here is we've been treating ourselves. You know, yeah, we're working. We're podcasting. But we're, we've been treating ourselves with pedicures, the cigars. Many petties. The coffees, the wines. You know, this is, this is the fine life. Like, we've been working too hard, Damien. Austin, you've been working too hard. It's too hard. Luckily, you've been making it out here. I mean... You, yeah, you've you been know. here, what, five, six times, but yeah. just literally don't put yourself number one. You got to remember you're number one and you got to treat yourself right. You're working for a reason, and that's to be able to take care of yourself. So why not take care of yourself? No, man, you got to pay for the car. You go to work to pay for the car. Sure. You pay for the car, so you go to work. That's somebody. It's I don't know who said that. That's somebody. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Jimmy Buffett though. or something. Just, I don't know. Stress, stress, stress. I'm getting a locker, guys. You guys are. I'm getting a locker. I'll take a loan out. I'll pay it off. All right. Small business loan. This podcast is going to take off. I'm I'm getting a locker. Give me a locker. You can write off a locker in your taxes. Yeah. Well, this. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about this. Austin is currently our finance guy. So for the podcast, so we we'll talk about that. I I got us a federal subsidy. Yes. We are covered. Yes, big locker. I don't. I don't deal with these quarter size lockers. I'm going body height. Body height. What are you gonna do with the body height? You put a couple jackets. <laughs> in there? Uh, a couple jack. A couple <laughs> coats. My, my smoking. My, my velour uh-huh. smoking jacket. Uh-huh. Obviously, I have to have black velvet. Uh, you know, burgundy. I only ever use burgundy, but I have the other ones just for other people. You know, man. Who knows? Who knows? Shotgun. You have to. Is my bug out bag is gonna be in there until I get the lockbox? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you yeah, double double barrel shotgun, dead body, <laughs> yeah. sawed off shotgun. One of those, a half of a body. One of those <laughs> Tommy half. guns that are only tequila. You know. Oh right, sure. It's your party ammo. This is a bit, pretty big locker. It's almost like a room. Body it's like size. Almost one of those rooms that we walked into. Exactly. Money clip. They call it. They call it the Fullerton locker. Anywhere that's anywhere has a back room. Mm-hmm. That's true. We will sniff them out. I'll sniff out your back room, just like you did in <laughs> Fullerton, guys. You sniffed it out. Anywhere that's anywhere has a back room, and we're going to find it, yeah. and we're going to podcast there. <laughs> so get ready. So we'll get ready. We are coming. We'll podcast from your fucking back room. Vino Terra, I know you have a back room. I we'll saw the back room. Terra, right? Okay, I saw the back room. Yeah. I didn't say anything. We'll do the front room from now. We'll talk to you in a year. We'll get that back room. Yeah, we're going to need that back room. If you think these high-class restaurants here, like a Nick's or an Alexander's or a Houston's, 
You think they don't have a back room? They got a back oh, room. Oh, you can't. Everybody's got. If you're anybody, you got a back room. Premium, <laughs> for premium price, you can get a premium location. Premium location. Yeah, inside there's of always. You know what? If you're in business, everybody knows this. Everybody that does business knows this. You have premium clients. You sell your product, and you sell a premium product. It's just a no-brainer. You it, put something on there that somebody's gonna buy. It might be the exact same product, but something is a little more exclusive. Maybe we should charge for this episode. What do you guys think? Patreon. Oh, go around and can charge we, them. Can we go this is uh, our first ever Patreon this episode. episode. Yeah, you got to download. And you gotta, Behind the paywall. You got to drop some money to hear this conversation. You got to, listen, Dagger, hear me out. Here we are in the back room, dressed like we're dressed, smoking what we're smoking. To the nines. In the back room. Drinking cognac. Don't you, what, don't you think our listeners would love to pay to sit in the back room with us? Not everybody can come in the back room. No, not everybody. For There's the small five ninety nine per listen. You can join me in the back room, okay? So click now because this will expire in the next 30 seconds. Don't <laughs> to continue listening, now, please hit the purchase button. Don't be afraid to turn this audio medium into a visual medium. You can be here in person. Let's talk business, huh? Let's talk yeah, money. Let's, talk, let's yeah, talk numbers. Let's change okay? the subject. Let's, let's talk, talk about numbers, business, okay. money. How much did you make last year? Okay, all right. <laughs> I can't say that for tax reasons, but I would like to say this. Dressed like I'm dressed, smoking what I'm smoking, in another back room. You do the math. Right. You're a numbers guy. You crunch the numbers. Enough right? said, right? Okay, the numbers. Yeah. Enough said. I don't want to. You look like you don't have to crunch the numbers. I mean, yeah. Eric came back here. He set you up. Got you the cigar, the dates, the whiskey. I mean, come on. These dates ain't cheap, man. No. You think these dates are cheap? Look at these. Look at those dates. Imported. Look at this spread from the other side of the world. Look at this spread. Look at that. God, this is this cigar lighter. honestly is getting so much better. Yeah. As it as it opens up. It 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 looks better. The longer the ash, the cooler it looks, you know? It's like it's like risky, you know? Oh yeah. Cuz it, it could just it, fall at any moment. Sometimes it uh sometimes it yeah, doesn't sure. work out, you know? Fallen soldier. No, but at this point business, I mean, it's not about the numbers. It's about colors. All I see are colors now. I could barely <laughs> even read. Oh, I can't even read anymore. I see faces and colors. I see I back swear. rooms. I see deals. And that's how I make my decisions. And I only make my deals in back rooms. That's true. I came You're here. You're a fool. I knew two names. I knew a back room. I put cigars. Put all that together. Who knows how much this costs? Look Who cares? where you Kyle signed the now. paperwork. He'll <laughs> it's a write-off. You just Hopefully write it off. Low enough. Go to the podcast. I didn't make that much. So uh, lately, I've uh, been toying with a couple of ideas. You know, I'm all about trying to figure out ways to make passive income. Passive income, passive yes. Passive income. Yeah. And you know, I need. You know, I'm working up building the capital to you know do some investing into uh, commercial properties. Smart, sound. And to do a little business management on the side. Right. You know, in the entertainment sector, you know, just you know, get my get my hands in all sorts of pots, you know. Yeah. Now, sure. correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Passive income—that's mm-hmm. income you make while you're sleeping. Exactly. While you're sitting down. While you're not working. While you're, you're not using your hands. It a cigar. makes money for you. Like you're making money right now, sitting down. Uh, yeah, I'm getting paid to do this, basically. And so you're working on this. Mm-hmm. You're actively working to get passive I am researching. I am working the capital, R&D. up capital. I'm in the I'm in the R&D the R and D the technology demonstration phase okay. of this of this method. Okay, and I think my money's on commercial property. You know, you wow. buy maybe a small business complex. It's better than buying, you know. Uh, you know, real estate. Uh, you know, for like single family homes. You know? Oh, stay away from single family. Stay away. Homes. Yeah, maybe apartment complexes. You know, a couple different. You know, diversify within that field. That field, right? Real mm-hmm. estate. Here's what I'm telling you, man. You take all your chips, okay? Take all your chips okay. and put them on Apple. Apple. Apple computers. Are you guys getting this? Listening? I'm just. I just like to point this out to the listeners. Like, this is you're in on a backroom deal right now. This is hot. Insider shit. Hot this take. is only this back is room talk. Like you, you don't back get this room. talk in the you front think room. Those, those jamokes up in the front room are talking about Apple. They Hell don't even no. know what Apple is. No, everybody thinks, oh, go into real estate. No, put it all on Apple. Apple. Diversified Mac- portfolio. Macintosh. Get the fuck out of here. Bet it all. Yeah. Macintosh. How about, how about this? How about 
Yeah, passive income. That's great. How about backdoor income? Backdoor? Room. Excuse me. Oh, back, back room, room income. Back room income. Yeah. Oh, don't let, don't tell Uncle Sam. Not backdoor. Don't tell Uncle back, Sam. Back room income. We've all made a little backdoor income. Backroom income. See, I cannot lower my voice when I talk about Yeah, don't tell Uncle Sam. And this is something like Austin I've been working on, you know. It's it's where you find yourself smoking what you're smoking, dressed like I'm dressed, in a back room somewhere. And here's what you, you talk premium pricing. You talk value, okay? You talk big cigars. Big you talk tobacco. big business. Big business. Mm. Back room. Back room broadcasting. It's, it's you don't want <laughs> no. you don't Edit want that just out. Anybody, That's a great name. You don't buy want it. just anybody to be able to listen to this conversation. Text though. Trevor, tell him to buy that domain. Trevor yeah. doesn't have the the apples to buy that domain. Bigger cigars, bigger business. In all cases, go big. Bigger back rooms. Mm-hmm. Bigger back rooms. Back rooms bigger than bigger the front deals. Room. Bigger lockers. Bigger lockers. Yeah. Well, I bigger mean, celebrities. But you know, let's let's ground okay. ourselves, guys. We're getting a little. We're smoking these cigars. Shift. We're feeling good. Oh, oh. Okay, the podcast is trending up. This is my life. Very now. very high. You got to come. You got to ground yourself at a place like this, where it's mom and pop, family owned. It's it's, it's you know, family friendly. Class bring, class comes first here at Chivas. Bring your kids. Quality. Hometown feel, man. You know, maybe I like a small back room, small locker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Modest, maybe you one, know? maybe one box. You gotta start somewhere, right? Yeah, don't get too cocky. Like a couple small walkers, maybe one, maybe three. Who knows? No, oh, no. For now, we'll just split a little cubby. Yeah, we'll call it a day. We gotta start somewhere. A nice box in there, something special. Big up to Eric. Yeah, Eric. Thanks, Eric. Treating us like care, royalty. Took care of everybody. Here. Running the shop, man. Here. You know, he started from the bottom, and now he's here. Success story. He knows the cigars, man. Yeah, he, man. he took it's us a up. walk in that humidor, and he, he showed us around. He got me exactly what I wanted. Yeah, it's a privilege. And these dates, these dates, Jesus Christ. Oh, Premium dates. Cognac and dates. The spread. Crucial. He knows. The he high knows. life. The high life. This guy made me feel like a million bucks, man. He really did. He's like, Mr. Riley, with that shirt, dressed like you're dressed, you're going to want to smoke something like this. Mm-hmm. Anything is Let possible. me show you the back room. Thank you. I'll only show you the cigars once you're in the back room. Yeah. Back room cigars. This is uh, great, man. This is fantastic. The cigar is amazing, too. Try, did you guys try the dates? Try a little bit of the date. Opens up the flavor. Oh, does it really? It does. It really does. Let's try that. Nice small well, nibbles. Let's try that. Here comes the boys. Try it. Hmm. Hmm. You hear the flavor of those dates? Those are, ri- those are ripe. Yeah. Deggard can't smell. Deggard smelled the date. You're <laughs> it opens up. It opens up everything. He's assuming sure. it opened up. Hmm. Nature's candy, though. Fruit, yeah. Nature's Fruits candy. Often, yeah. yeah. You know, this, figs. Figs, I mean, yeah, I, figs are great. It's like, it's too sweet figs. for your own good, you know. Figs, Don't get me started on figs. Figs. Austin, I th- I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that you know something about the history of cigars. Just knowing you, you could probably rattle something off for us. As our, you're kind of like a resident historian, I'd say. So, why don't you just do your best and give us? You know, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I can always count on you for history. In fifteen twenty. Okay. You know, in Latin America in general, you know, what fifteen twenty is when you know the colonies were getting, they were they were, you know they were getting created, but there was a lot of piracy. Good dates. Good dates. In Go ahead, the Caribbean. And one of the biggest uh, targets were ships hauling tobacco, and it's because the uh, the islands there, you know, you got like you know Nassau, Port-au-Prince, Cuba, mm-hmm. you know, the Bahamas were all just prime prime soil for growing tobacco leaves. It, it was one of the major reasons, one of the biggest incentives for the British Empire to have been out here. And fast forward a little bit, when the Americas were founded, it was actually a federal law that if you owned over a certain amount of property, you had to grow, you had to dedicate a portion of that for tobacco and 
hemp. You were federally mandated. Federally. Yeah, because it was such a huge part of our, our economy, especially in the early days. Hmm. That's kind of where it goes back. Mm-hmm. Actually. That's my hot take. You know, before that, you know, everyone loves the nice tobacco pipe. Sure. But eventually it evolved. The classy man started smoking the cigar instead of the pipe. You know, in the 1500s, 1600s, it was always, you know, a guy smoking his pipe. You mm-hmm. get the corn cob pipe, the everyman's pipe, or the classier pipe. But, yeah, you, I think about the 1700s, 1800s, it really evolved over. And they captured just, like, the... The vision of masculinity, mm. you know, yes. conquering the West Bar. and smoking a nice cigar by Chivas afterwards. Ah, uh, and he brought it back. I like that. That's a good story. Now, I've, I've rambled about this before. The history of man, and I mean people, smoking. I feel like it's a very intimate, essential part of our evolution was smoking. I Like, I, Cloud Vibes, the episode I talked about it. It's man's mastery over nature, over fire. You hold in your hand nature, two elements, tobacco, right? The earth and fire. Fire. One of the fiercest. You've you've domesticated fire. Evolutionary drivers, right? And here you are in one consolidated sort of finely linear thing. You got in your hands, literally, smoking it for your your pleasure but you're also your your mental stimulation right yeah changing your consciousness through smoke it's timeless it speaks to something deep deep inside of us into our nature and you know let's talk about it the the whole phallic thing right Mm. like there's you know your big fat cigar is comparable to the phallic and and also to the oral fixation we like Something hanging out of our mouth when we bark orders and talk backroom deals, right? I mean, how many times have you, seen, have you seen just you know, like an army general God, just biting it down? Patton, God damn it, hold the line! Walking right into the line of fire to yeah. bark some orders at people. I want rations to my men! Let's move now. forward! <laughs> now! <laughs> just pointing with it yeah. is so powerful. I feel like smacking somebody, man. I wish Trevor was here. I'd smack her, Graham. I'd smack him around with a cigar. Graham's been hit by a cigar before, I guarantee you. How about, okay, let's, uh, you know, I was going to do the cliche, but let's go for it. Just your classic cigar smokers. Like, the imagery. Who do you, who do you think of? I know we can easily pop out a few names, but. Tony Soprano. Tony Soprano, okay. Soprano. How about Red Arbeck? Oh, yeah. Listen, man. Okay. Talk about a winner. The victory cigar. Every time, it's like when Chick Hearn, the, the famous Laker, Laker announcer, used to. He knew the game was over at a pivotal point. He put the game in the refrigerator. It's a classic line. If you're some millennial, you never heard it. Shame on you. Google it. Find it right now. Red Arbeck did the same thing. His own version. He would sit on the bench. He'd watch his boys out there playing, playing on the parquet floor, and he knew when it was in the bag, the game was over. There was no coming back, and the Celtics are going to win. He would, on the bench, mind you, this is when society had some sense. Good old days. He would light up what was famously called the victory cigar, red cigar. <laughs> and you would just see this plume of fucking smoke on his bench, and he's laughing. The fucking beers are getting open. The fucking cheerleaders are going crazy. The newspapers are sketching the little tomorrow story. Celtics win again. Bob Cousy. <laughs> All the typewriters. And here's Red Arback, dude, just... Boo, 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 slamming yeah. this big Churchill cigar. They, it was, Oftentimes it was, in the third quarter. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Like, and that so was the pompous. thing. That's what you wanted to see. You want The earlier the cigar came out, the more joyous the occasion because that means that the Celtics really whooped them that night. You was, know? It, was it yeah. common knowledge of what <laughs> brand of cigar he smoked? No. I, I would love to know that, Austin. I wonder if, you know, if it did come out, the sales probably skyrocketed in Boston. Everyone oh, wanted yeah. that red Arbox victory cigar. Dude, all the working oh, yeah. men that can't, you know, they can afford a, you know, the fucking coal miners. There's no coal miners in Boston, but Steel you know, the working men, <laughs> your doc, the shoremen, the shoremen, the, shoremen, yeah. the, the bartenders, the, the, the firemen. Yeah, the fire they men, could only, guys, class. they could only afford that one cigar when their son gets married or they ship their daughter off. The baby's born. Yeah, one cigar, a couple. Of, yeah, it's a treat. But here is the symbol of. Your every day's leadership, man. Red Arbeck. Really is. 
smoking that victory cigar for you, Boston. The man's you know, man. born in a different era, that guy could have been a general. I he, to me, he's a general. He's a floor general. He, he's he a floor general. He's a general of sorts. Whether it was basketball or football or war, to the leader of men. <laughs> he was a leader of men for sure. Any uh, other famous cigar smokers you guys? Th- I mean, we I mean Pat Jordan. Riley, I'm sure, is a big... I mean, he's had a cigar. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You think? You think Pat Riley's been in a few back rooms with cigars? Absolutely. Of George course. S. Patton. Oh, Patton. General Patton. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm sure. Dude, I said it earlier. He was on the cover of Cigar Aficionado. <laughs> I saw it on the mean streets of Paris, France. Mm-hmm. A French edition of the magazine just... Schwarzenegger was the fattest cigar I'd ever seen in my life. <laughs> just diamonds on his hands. Looked like a dumbbell. Diamonds, yeah, yeah. He, he, Huge. He does, his, he does some light body work with his cigar, too. Now, I'm going out on a limb here, but when I think of cigar smokers, I think of Fidel Castro. Mm. Sure. Sure. You'd think he smoked a couple cigars, right? He probably had some of the best cigars known to man. Yeah. Laughed a lot, bro. I bet always. you there's a picture out there. Although it's probably politically incorrect, a Fidel Castro and JFK mm. together smoking cigars. And like, a fucking Cadillac down Cuba. Yeah. Probably at Hearst Castle. Fucking wasted. <laughs> Just Bunch of broads and stuff. <laughs> Just laughing. Bunch of blondes in the back seat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's probably some CIA redacted photos that are just sealed away somewhere. Oh, man. When I go to heaven, I want to see all those. They're in a box in the bottom of the Pentagon. How about, you think. Frank Sinatra ever smoked a cigar? Oh, gee. Let me think about that. <laughs> I think Dean Martin. Sammy, Sammy Davis, Davis Jr. Jr. Think they, any of those guys? The other guys. And the other guys. Those <laughs> other two that... Uh, <laughs> it was funny. I was thinking of the Rat Pack today, and yeah. I was trying to name the other guys. I, I, I know I know. Damien probably knows a couple. I've heard... Right? I've, I know who they are, and I've all, every time I hear someone mention them, I'm like, the fuck is that? The fuck is that guy? And they're like... They're two comedians, I think. Or mm. one might be an actor, and one's a comedian. Yeah. Oh, it's Dean, Sammy, Frank. Two That's other it, guys. right? No, it's two yeah. other guys. That's like, yeah, who gives a fuck? That's the Rat Pack. I mean, Rickles isn't a Rat Pack, but he was no, always around. He's honorary. Donnie yeah. Rickles. And Donnie. Old Donnie. Donnie. Rickles. You know, we got, uh, you know, in the Victory Cigar, it's customary. NBA culture, you smoke a cigar in the locker room, right? Mm-hmm. I think, you know what, man? It should be one of these courses you know, like it's cliche to say, like they don't really teach you practical school or practical knowledge in in school. When you're a senior in high school, they should pull all the men aside, no, and ladies too. You don't want to smoke a cigar, but you should have to go like through at least like a two week course of how to fucking smoke a cigar. You know, how to cut in a high cigar. school. That's so valuable. It's like, listen, boys, you get your shit together, you make it out in that world, that cold hard world we're about to unleash you into. You one day will know how to smoke a cigar. You might find yourself in a back room smoking a fucking Cuban cigar. <laughs> Imagine. Podcasting. Okay. <laughs> They're teaching that in high school. Cigar. Place like high school? I don't know, but maybe business school. It you got to have a class uh, It should on be a college it. course. It should be a college course. I missed maybe that. Maybe a GE. In my, in my business school days, I took a nice uh, college course on how to drink sure. properly. Well, you took... You spent all college doing that, no? Or oh, that was uh, more of a <laughs> extra that was a per- extracurricular <laughs> uh, master course. An elective. Yeah, uh, it was a nice elective. You know, I met Just a lot of beer masters, knights, a couple Belgian knights. Yeah, but I wouldn't. You know, I would. I would send my son to cigar camp for sure. Yeah. Go learn how to roll. Like, learn a little bit. You know, a couple talking points. You don't need to learn the whole goddamn history. Nah, you gotta go Just get to taught how to roll a cigar by. An old Cuban woman named Elsa. Sure. And, you know, you're going to sweat your ass off. Yeah. But by the end of it, you know, you're going to lose a lot of skin on your knuckles because she's going to whack you with a ruler <laughs> and you mess up. <laughs> Again. 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 But by Again. the end, you'll be rolling scars for the Rat Pack. You know, Peter Lawford, Joey Bishop. Oh, are those the guys? Sammy Davis Jr. Wow. Did you just come off Frank Sinatra? <laughs> there's, uh, by the way, there's Dino no phone. <laughs> that was pure straight fucking memory. Well done, Austin. That's tobacco talking right there. That's the Good leaf. Shit. That's the leaf. <laughs> the sweet leaf. That's how you make money, man. You smoke cigars and you talk to important people, okay? Yeah. You go to business school, they teach you how to make money, but they don't really teach you how to make money, They don't you know? teach you how to be a guy that other people want in the room. Yes. If you, like... If you walked into my establishment and I'm selling whatever I'm selling, just like this, smoking while I'm smoking, and you have a cigar hanging out of your mouth, 
I want to talk. I want to hear what you have to say. I'm like, all right. What's what your what story? What's your story? What do you have to say, son? You can't grow a beard, but <laughs> I like you, I like the way you smoke a cigar. And yeah, by the way, you better have something to say. You have to have something. Do to you say. have? To, if one of these the, guys says, "What do you have to say, kid?" You better have something to say. You some, need some drunk twenty-one-year-old. I want to buy this place. <laughs> 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 Give me your most expensive cigar. No, <laughs> that's it's like anything. Not that one. You could say whatever you want in this life, but if you look somebody in the eyes and you don't blink, you have an eighty percent chance of getting away with it. It's all about confidence. It's all about confidence. It is. I mean, there's literal studies, and it's kind of a famous study, but it's not. There's communication is three things. It's it's what you say, how you say it, and how you look when you say it. And how you look when you say it's most important. The actual content of what you're saying, the words. Don't really mean much, but <laughs> if you don't. look damn good, you hold eye contact, and you got a fucking nice cigar, and you're you smoking it right. They'll believe anything you say. So yeah, sign me up. What are, what are you selling? Okay, let's do Sell it. Sell eyes to an Eskimo. Do the deal. That's, you know and that's back, back, back room dealing, guys. You know how many guys have bullshitted their way through cigar circles and have become millionaires? Guilty. The president. No college education. <laughs> no high IQ. Just simply knows what to wear. They don't. They, got, they have smoke a cigar. Class. And could talk. Yeah, they yeah. just have class. They were. They went to the school of class. And Dang there's also it. the concept of fake it till you make it. You could just pretend you have it, even if deep down you don't. Eventually, you do. Eventually, you do. Right. Absolutely. And people believe you. The narrative gets spread. This guy's classy. He's the guy I want. God, cigars. We should smoke cigars more. Huh? I know. Yeah. I know. Well, when we get our locker here. Yeah. We'll come here once a week. We're not leaving here without a goddamn lock. Smoke six cigars a night like Jordan. You know, guys, I have a request, okay? When I die, when that fateful day comes, I want you guys to burn my body to ashes. Done. Cremation or Viking funeral? Cremation. (laughs) I don't know what Viking funeral is, but (laughs) cremation for now. I want to hear about that after this. Okay, okay, okay. Take my ashes, roll it into four Cuban cigars. Fat. Perfect those. I okay. don't know. Is this, the, this. this is a plot of how high the Meth Man Redman movie? Because I'm on board. Take them into this room right here. Okay. Put it in my top locker right there. I already scoped out which one. Top corner? Dagger D. And go ahead and slide them in there and smoke them 10 years after my death. If you're alive, to the date. Let it age. Enjoy. If you're I'll dead, you're dead. Whatever. If I'm dead, my kids are smoking them. Yeah. I'll show up. I'll come with a box of dates. I'll bring I'll the out the dates in I'll there. I'll bring the out I'll call John Dagger. We'll sit and laugh and laugh, tell stories. And Talk don't forget the coffee either. That's a powerful statement, what you just said. That's, you know what? When I look at you with a nice tie on and a fucking three-piece suit and a cigar. A nice quarter and you tell me, not. don't forget the coffee. I had this, I've, heard that, I've heard you utter that phrase so many times now. But now it has held weight. I think you're right. We were just talking about it. It's it how you say something. It, it didn't even make sense, right? Like, put coffee no, but, in a locker. <laughs> no, but it did make sense. My balls got real tight when I said it. I was like, does that make any sense? <laughs> the way you but said it. I held it, my face. The way I you said it, it, no one was going to question it. When I leave here, I'm going to walk up to Eric. And I'm going to say, I'm going to buy this damn place <laughs> and say what he says. <laughs> how much? No disrespect to Anto. You just go, kidding, Anto. I'll no, take this a is, This I'll is take. obviously Anto's spot. This yeah. is amazing, yeah. man. Now, man, hopefully this podcast is good enough to sit and have a cigar with Anto. That'd be great. Anto's the kind of guy who has a Viking funeral. Yeah, what's, what a, what's a Viking funeral? Yeah, what's that? Viking funeral is they lay your body on a small boat <laughs> with uh, plenty of tinder. They light it ablaze and send you out to sea. Like a gentle push out to sea, right? Out. Some body of or water. Or they'll push you out before lighting it. Shoot a long flaming arrow into the boat to spark it up, and you are cremated at sea. Mm. Then there's the standard p- funeral pyre. You know your ancient Roman, ancient Greek funerals. It's good ways to go. Good, it's yeah. a good send off. Yeah, that is a good send off. That's a that's a nice burial, like a Himalayan sky burial. Oh, beautiful. The, the crows pick your eyes out. That's epic, man. It lets the afterlife know you ain't no bitch. Yeah, that's true. And it's like the ultimate respect. Yeah. The Himalayan sky burial. You mm. know what that is? No. People that live up in the Himalayas, these remote, small villages, when they die, they believe so much from the mountain 
in the in the, the the Himalayas up there. They they drink so deeply from that that terrain up there. What they do is when you die, you're back into the circle of life, and there's these majestic uh, vultures that live up there. So what they do is they wrap little gam gam in a little blanket. They wrap you up. They wrap your carcass up, <laughs> and they all stand around Jesus for Christ. a couple. Da- I'm serious. They stand around for a couple days. days. The vultures know that it's a fresh meal, and they watch the birds eat your carcass. But you know you're you're consumed back into the life of the mountain, and yeah, then the birds. The, you get to watch the birds fly and sustain uh, life. And symbian circle so of goes. nature, the circle of life. You know, you have a cigar. Have a cigar. Watch it. Stories. Watch those crows get fed. <laughs> You know, also, you know, the uh, the altitude and the elevation is so extreme that they can't get into the ground to bury you. So they have to do That's that. That's true, yeah. Mm. Chicken to the egg, you know. Chicken egg. <laughs> Frozen earth. <laughs> one of the chicken. So is that how you want to go out, Damien? No. <laughs> I want to go out more like uh, kind of Western, you know, maybe. A duel? A Honestly, hail, man. A just hail of gunfire. I want like an old school, Robert like. bank bagpipes like an old school nice church mass you know mm-hmm. a couple nice words a couple good speeches my grandfather can i can i do the funeral. eulogy or i would i would love it man do my okay. eulogy you know with a cigar if you don't mind with a cigar hanging out of your mouth well, light it no, as you start the speech you're gonna have a you cigar. Like to take a, <laughs> i like to take this moment you're gonna have a cigar to talk about too. myself <laughs> <laughs> and the premium the money i can be saving and all of you <laughs> on death insurance Life insurance. <laughs> your body, your your corpse will have a cigar in his mouth too. Just put like a nice crate of figs. Pour some, out a little some liquor. Dates, some out of yeah, it's nice. Make it nice. Celebrate. A I'm all for ce- I'm all for celebrating the death. You know, yeah. go through your mourning, but at least have a party, man. Celebrating. It's so it's more not. I think I look at it less of mourning the person's death. But more as Cel- celebrating their life. Oh my god, that's brilliant! I've never heard that. I know. It's just something I. It's my it's personal kind of, philosophy. So, are, are you one of those losers that's going to have like Hawaiian shirts at his funeral and stuff? Like, hey, it's a celebration. I'll say, I don't wear black to a funeral. I'll wear a nice blue, something bright, something okay. nice. All right. I'm there to make people laugh. So, what you're wearing right now, basically? God willing. I could see Austin. You're, I'll have a Romeo and Julieta at uh, you know someone's funeral. Just lighten it, it up. Might be a good career for you, Austin. Just a funeral comic, you know. Ooh. You just <laughs> you work the crowd a little oh, bit. Shit. Work the cocktails after. Like, hey. uh, bag a couple ladies. In reality, yeah. scumbag. Honestly, in reality, every funeral needs a comic after. Everyone yeah. just to lighten you up. You know, a couple death jokes. Comic like kind of too soon, but still getting away with it because it's. It good. needs to happen. It needs to, someone has to say it. Yeah. Why not me? Where I'm from, my family, man, we like dark humor. And some of the funerals I've been a part of, I love the little circle that gathers. It's like, usually my, my dad's pretty guilty of it, but we'll like congregate somewhere by ourselves and we'll, yeah, you know, he would have hated this. Or da, 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 da. <laughs> you know, like you start making jokes, man. That's part of the Everyone's process. saying all these nice yeah. things, but hey, how corny is this? It's gotta be shit. He hated that person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's every funeral though. That's part of the fun of it. I've always been toying with the theory, you know, this fun- funeral comic. I always wanted to do... Uh, so you've been thinking do, about this. Well, uh, different, slightly different. I wanted to do stand-up comedy only in elevators. So, talking to strangers, and I'll do a tight 10 seconds you know, between floors. Because <laughs> the most seconds. awkward situation anyone's in is just being with strangers in elevators, pretending you don't know... Pretending you don't even see each other. You know, you ever make small talk in an elevator? It's kind of like Hank. We're going up, guys, right? Yeah. Not going yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> well, wrong, wrong floor. Yeah. Well, 666 floor. Yeah. And just a little bit of weather and traffic, and that's it. Warm out there. Ten seconds, you're out. Ten seconds. A tight ten. My condolences, guys. Ding, as the next crowd waves in. (laughs) Next victim. Going down. And so was Bill. (laughs) (laughs) Where we're going. We're always going down. (laughs) Things are looking up. (laughs) you going up. Yeah, I could see you having a tight ten seconds. Tight Tight ten between the floors, you know? Yeah. Between the floorboards. Man. There's so many opportunities to just be a... Just a good comic, you know. Yeah, sure. Just a good comic, or you just be you don't you know you just be that guy, the funny guy that you can rely on at the wedding, at the funeral, the, the birth. Some, some uh, people mm. are just like natural, like it's the uncle, you know, magnanimous characters, you know, just really like electric to yeah. be around. Yeah, I got I got a I got a cousin. Yeah, you know, you, you could you could be filing your taxes and you're having a great time. Mm. When you got a funny funny tax man, oh, that's when you know you're. 
you're working your way up in the world. I, I kind of, I kind of like a very dry, very serious tax man. That's true. Currently, I have an Armenian tax man. Good guys. Oh, Saul. you know what? Remind me, Doug. Yeah, yeah. We'll, you know what? We'll do our meeting with Leventhal here. This is a great spot, right? This is a good Levent, spot yeah, for we'll, Leventhal. We'll call yeah, Leventhal. We'll, we'll set it up. This is a great spot. Is Lockington coming here, or is that after? I think for he's the coming. Post, post he can't dinner? make it tonight. Yeah, he can not make it tonight. He's, just, uh, he's got to he's perform. He's perform. He's writing that new. Is it the Met? He's writing that new piece. The he's, 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 he's struggling, but maybe after the show, I'll give him some give some uh, encouraging words. And David Lockington, the famous conductor of Pasadena, of course, master of ceremonies. As I butt out my cigar here, so I raise my glass. There's a way before you do. There's a way to you don't ash a cigar. Uh huh. This is one of the very quick things I learned about cigars. You don't. You kind of do it off in one. You don't tap it like a like you're some. Prostitute in, a, in Laughlin. Thank you. you know, just that's why I have it against you. That's why I have it here. You're not a lot lizard, you know? Yeah. Thanks for helping. You kind of roll it off all in one, but. Yeah, toast. Oh, how do you top this? I mean, how do you toast back here? I mean, it's got to be good. Go ahead, Dagger. I'm putting you on the spot. Give me a toast. Glasses up. Here we go. Here's to, to places like this that really resonate with the core of what being a man is all about. Mm. Sure, there's women that roll through here, but. It's a return back to the, the primal need of camaraderie, of edge, edginess, you know, yeah. business, big, class, big business. the future. And I can firmly say that I'm a better man after tonight mm. by sitting here and podcasting with you fellas. Wholeheartedly agree. Cheers to that. Cheers. Well said. Well said. And cheers to Cigars cheers. by Chivas. <laughs>